Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing? It's your boy, DJ Mark Flow, and I'm just chilling here, man, getting ready to start this podcast and start to have conversations with you guys um, about so many different things that are going on in the world and just things that are on my mind. And there will be um, a variety of conversations that are going to be had on this channel. Um things that are going on in the world, in the entertainment industry, things that are going on in the world outside the entertainment industry, anything that, to be quite honest, piques my interest. Um, you know, right now, um, I just saw the Creed 3 uh, trailer. Um, if any, any, you know, people that know me know this, but people that don't know me, obviously you won't know this, but I am a huge fan of the whole Rocky franchise, Rocky franchise, excuse me. Um, I've always been a huge fan since the very first Rocky Balboa movie, um, Rocky. Um, not to be confused with the sequel called Rocky Balboa, but um, I've always been a big fan of the series and it's always been very inspiring for me. Um, you know, ironically enough you know i'm not italian or anything like that but it, it, it inspired me it, it, as a young uh mexican puerto rican growing up in the bronx you know um didn't have my dad around and i'm not saying that because you know i want anybody to be sorry for me you know it is what it is you gotta you gotta you know take the experiences that happen to you and make the most of them you know um but because my dad wasn't around you know what i mean i always looked for heroes and people to look up to and you know people that were inspiring but you know the the Sylvester Stallone franchise Rocky really um struck a chord with me and it really um inspired me to um yeah get in the gym and learn how to fight and all that stuff but not so much that it just just to be the best version of myself to be something that you know even though I felt like so many people didn't believe in me and so many people doubted me and or, you know, you know, as you grow up as a kid, you know, especially if you don't got a dad, you got to learn everything the hard way. You got to learn everything on your own, you know. So, you know, I wanted to play baseball. If I wanted to play baseball, you know, I didn't have a dad to take me to the park and show me how to play. I had to go to the park. And just say, hey, can I play and, you know, and do the best I could. And, you know, and over time I got pretty good at baseball. I was a pretty good baseball player. Um, in the Bronx, we used to play uh, stickball, which was a big deal. And um, I used to kill that ball, man. I used to hit the crazy homers. Um, so, you know, that was always cool. But, you know, the Rocky franchise just kind of inspired me and made me. I related to it because I always kind of felt like an underdog. So, you know, I always kind of felt like. It was everyone against me, you know, I felt like in my family, I was the kid that got blamed for everything, you know, some things I did do, but a lot of things I didn't do. And, you know, I felt like, um, you know, I always felt like, you know, the easy um, person to point the finger at. So I um, anyway, so basically, I just started to really follow this franchise. It really meant a lot to me, you know, it really inspired me. You know, and I watched all the sequels from Rocky to Rocky 2 to Rocky 3 to Rocky 4. You know, I remember I was in the movie theater um, in the Whitestone movie theater where um, 
when Rocky fought Drago in Rocky Four, and I'm telling you, man, that theater was lit. We were screaming. We were going crazy during that fight. You would think that there was literally a fight happening. We were just like, we everybody was screaming, you know, like, you know, you know, take him out, take him out, Rock, you know, come on, Rock, and everybody was like so into it. It was hilarious, but, you know, we were like amped, and it was just, Rocky Four was just a great experience, and going back to Rocky Three, I remember, this is kind of funny, but I remember when I saw Rocky Three, I was a little kid, um, and I remember we went to a drive-in movie to see Rocky Three, and I was with, I was with my Uncle Joey and my Aunt Awilda. They took us to see Rocky III. I'll never forget that. And I was with my cousins, and and we all sat there, and we we saw Rocky III. And they had, like, the little – I don't know if you guys have ever been to a drive-in, but they put the little speakers in the windows, and it was cool. And we were going crazy in that car, you know, watching Mr. T and watching Rocky, you know, and – you know, when Rocky stood up to him finally and was like, you know, and Mr. T was like, I'm going to bust you up. And Rocky was like, go for it. We were like, oh, snap. You know what I mean? It was just just a great experience. And Hulk Hogan being involved in that. And, you know, he was Thunderlips and just, you know, just beating the hell out of Rocky. And, and all of us just laughing, like, at how hilarious it was, especially when he picked up Rocky and threw him into the crowd. Hilarious. Um, but it was a, it was a, that was a real good childhood experience that, you know, I remember to this day, um, you know, and it inspired is, you know, Rocky like was like that inspirational film that made you, you know, want to be the best version of yourself and, you know, and, and, and believe in yourself. And I remember that, um, you know, that took us into wrestling and the WWE stuff and how we were so much into WWE. I remember um, my Uncle Joe, again, he took us to um, Madison Square Garden to see um, the wrestlers. And we saw Bob Backlund, who's a guy that's uh, uh, BH before Hogan. He's like back in the days, you know, he's like um, he was he was the man back in the days, though, Bob Backlund. He was the champion for quite some time in the wrestling world. And um, I remember we went to see him fight and I remember his manager, his name was Arnold Skoland and he was like sitting in the front row and he turned around and winked at us. I was like, oh, snap, the manager just winked at us. And believe it or not, I know a lot of you guys watch wrestling now and you're like, oh, this is, you know, some of you say it's fake and stuff like that. I don't like to call it fake because I feel like, you know, they are athletes and what they do is no joke. Yeah, the fights are pre-scripted, but, you know, they... It you gotta be an athlete to do what they do. What they do is no joke. You know what I mean? And I have nothing but respect for it. Um but um, you know, but Bob Backlin was the man back then. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Um, so anyway, with that all said, getting back to Rocky, so you know, Rocky was just such a really great movie. And then, you know, to see it develop into this Creed franchise, which I think is just you know, really, really cool, and really, really, um, I it's, it was like a nice, unique, fresh look at it, so when the first Creed came out, you know, it was great, um, one of my favorite scenes from the first Creed was when they, um, 
when um Rocky wasn't well and he was he had to stay in the house and then um Michael B Jordan got his whole crew and everybody was on like the bikes and they all went to his window to like encourage him and Rocky came out the window yo that I'm not gonna front that scene had me emotional I was like yo that's that's beautiful you know because at the end of the day I kind of feel like you know at and in different aspects of our life at some point you're the young warrior and you're like hungry and you want to be everything you can be um but then eventually you become older you know like i'm older i'm like i'm 51 now guys so i'm older so you know and i've raised kids and you you just think about you know like like your kids coming to your window and like you know appreciating you and supporting you and in that way and it's just i, I think any father would be moved by that you know, and I know Rocky wasn't Creed's father, obviously, but, you know, he was, you know, you call him Unc. He was like, you know, he was someone that meant a lot to him. And I love stuff like that. So that was a great scene. Um, and then the second Creed was good as all good as well. Excuse me. And then now Creed three. And I think this is like a really interesting take, because in this one, there's no Sylvester Stallone, which is like weird. How do you have a Rocky movie without Sylvester Stallone? You know, so, you know, and I mean, let's be obvious. It's probably for business reasons, you know, and I don't want to get into all of that. But, you know, Sylvester Stallone is great. Michael B. Jordan is great. Love both of them. Um, and then Michael B. Jordan, you know, looks great in this movie, man. He looks like he's going to really, you know, take the baton on this and really make Creed into this next level of rocky you know the rocky universe and i'm just really excited to see this movie and i think that um i think the the comparison of the two fighters and the backstory about you know they were friends back in the day um and then you know the jealousy that comes up to see your friend make it and you didn't make it um because of reasons that i can't really speak to yet because i haven't seen the movie i'll do another podcast after i see the movie um, but I gotta tell you, yo, um, I'm really excited for this film. The last trailer is just absolutely magnificent. I, I really like the way that one of my favorite scenes in the trailer is when, uh, Creed is, looks at his wife and he's like, listen, you know, he's not gonna stop. And his wife looks at him and is like, um, so then you need to stop him. And what I liked about that piece of the trailer personally is what I really, really enjoyed was that I think all men, all good men, you know, can relate to that where, you know, we don't want the drama. We don't want the problems. You know, we're trying to keep everything love. We want everybody to get along. We want everybody to vibe together. But then there's that one dude that just doesn't won't cut it out, you know, just always crosses the line, always like disrespect your boundaries and, you know, and you're like, damn, I don't want to do this to dude, but he just won't, he won't stop, you know? And you just get to the point where you're like, damn, I got no choice, you know? And it's like, I think every man has felt like that at some point in his life, especially, you know, based on the trailer that I've seen. Again, I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know everything that's involved in that. But based on that, you know, it's like, you gotta, I relate, you know, like, especially because it's hard, especially if it's somebody that you love, because they look like they grew up together. That's the backstory that we're seeing in the trailer that they grew up together. So they're like brothers. So that's got to make it even harder. You know what I mean? And it's like, and 
I think we've all been in that position where it's somebody we love and somebody that means the world to us and we don't want to hurt them. We don't want to do anything to them, but they just don't know how to act. And they just, you know, they're just, they keep coming for us. They keep coming for us. And we get to the point where like, you know, I'm gonna have to handle this, you know? And, and I, I, I and I like the confidence that his wife had in him when she was like, you're going to have to stop him. It wasn't, um, do you think you can stop him? It was, I know you can stop him. So you're just going to have to do what you do. You know, I, I just think it's a really, really great take on the movie. And I'm really excited to see it. Um, for me, anytime there's a movie that comes out of this Rocky franchise, now the Rocky Creed franchise, I am stoked and I can't wait to see it. Um, yeah, that, that, that the franchise just has a, a, a special place in my heart. The whole relationship, going back to the original movies, like the whole Rocky to uh, Mickey um and the relationship they had and you know that really touches my heart because it kind of makes me think about my grandfather who's no longer around you know what I mean and who was you know very dear person to me and used to talk to me and used to you know cared about what I was going through and you know was a friend to a, a young child and you know and it's it's it, it's I could uh, I that scene where Rocky's holding uh Mickey's um uh body and when mickey dies and he's just like no no you know we got more to do we got more to do i felt that man because you know that's when i think about my grandfather to this day sometimes i'm like damn we got more to do we got more to do there's so much more experiences i could have had with him you know so that's something that you know is dear to my heart um so yeah um so all right so that's the rocky franchise you know uh, really excited about this movie. Um, I'd love to hear what you guys think about the movie. Feel free to comment, you know what I mean? And just let me know if you're excited for the movie. Do you think that it's one sequel too many? Do you think that it's um, a, a refreshing view on it? You know what I mean? Because that's the thing that I'm most excited about. It's that it's a it's a refreshing view. It's you know, Michael B. Jordan's directing. So it's like, I feel like we're going to get something that we haven't seen, you know, and I feel like it's going to be such a fresh perspective on it that it's going to really take it to the next level. So kudos to them on that, you know, and uh, it's funny. I'm, I'm sitting here uh, at my podcast desk. Thank you very much. And I'm holding in my hand a Funko Pop. And I know you guys all collect Funko Pops. I'm sure you do. Stop fronting. They're kind of cool. Yeah, I'm 51 and I got a Funko Pop. What? I like it. Um, it's um, the one I'm holding in my hand is Atuma uh, from Wakanda Forever. And Atuma was kind of um, was Nimor's, uh right hand man in, in the whole Wakanda Forever franchise. That was a great movie, too. I really liked that movie. Um, it was so cool to see. Latinos, um, you know, or, you know, Latinos, indigenous, you know, just getting some spotlight, man, just getting a chance to see our people out there and representing and being strong and courageous and brave. And, and, you know, it was, it was beautiful. And, um, Namora, I loved her as well, you know, just 
her strength and her loyalty to Namor. Like, that was just beautiful to see, you know, Latin love, you know? That made me really happy, you know, because I think it's needed. I mean, there's such, you know, I love movies. I'm not going to lie. I love going to the movie theater, especially if it's a great motion picture. I love movies. I love um, stories. And, you know, I just enjoy that. And it's always been unfortunate that we haven't seen a lot of diverse representation in the films that we see. You know, because, I mean, that's reality. The reality is, is, you know, there's all of us, you know, and it's not about anybody being excluded. It's about everybody being included because we all have unique stories to tell. And, you know, I, I thought Wakanda Forever was a really great step in the, in the right direction for diversity. Um, and Namor was no joke. You know, I was one of the things, one thing that I was a little worried about was that Namor would be soft you know i i know i like i read the comics guys i've been reading comics since i was a little kid i know what the real name or i know he's no joke you know what i mean but what i but you never know with these movies if they're gonna like change things up on you you know what i mean but no they stay true to the fact that namor is no joke and you know and i really liked the way they beat namor you know i really enjoyed um I really enjoyed the way that they did that because it made sense. You know, his strength came from the water. So if they were able to get him away from the water, it makes sense that he would lose his, his power. Um, I hope you saw Wakanda forever, by the way, come on, it's on Disney plus, but you should have seen it by now. Um, if not, what are you doing? Um, so, so I'm, I'm really, really excited about that. And, um, that was that's a great movie and i'm hoping to see more of that i know that there was um i saw some things online about there possibly being uh restrictions on using the name or character in a solo movie because the rights are owned by another company and you know i'm so tired of hearing about that stuff just make movies that the fans want to see and you know lawyers work it all out so you know we can see the stories that we want to see so i thought that was pretty cool um, so yeah, so I'm really excited about that. And, you know, in addition to that, have you guys been seeing the news and everything that's going on in the news lately? It's a little scary, you know, like, uh, the Chinese government having a balloon in the air and over, you know, over United States, uh, airspace and it getting shot down. And then all this additional unidentified flying objects being shot down. And then I just saw in the news, the whole, um, that we're um, America's sending tanks into Ukraine. Um, scary, man. I'm hoping and praying every day that, you know, this doesn't. That this is not the beginning of World War Three, you know what I mean? I hope not. I mean, I am not by any means an expert in on these conversations. You know, I'm just, you know, regular citizen just looking at the news and saying, oh, this this is a little scary. So. Hopefully, you know, this doesn't become, you know, a really, 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 really big war um, beyond what it already is, which is horrible what's happening. You know what I mean? It's, it's heartbreaking, you know, what's happening in Ukraine. It's, you know, our prayers out to them for sure. You know what I mean? And hopefully, you know, some peaceful resolution can be found at some point and 
this can all be resolved. But I don't want to get too much into that because this podcast is not going to be a political podcast. But um, I will touch on it if I notice something that, you know, kind of concerns me. And, and that's something that definitely concerns me. You know, I don't it just seems to be getting uh, worse every time I turn on the news. Um, in addition to that. Um, I hope everybody's sticking to their New Year's resolutions, New Year's resolutions, people. Let's stick to that. Um, it's so funny. It's like how many. That's a good question. If you guys could answer that in the comments, how many of you guys have actually stuck to your New Year resolution? Like, come on, be real. How many of you go back to New Year's Eve when that ball dropped and you said this year I'm going to do this? Did you do it? Be honest. Don't front. Um, so I don't know. That's something to think about. So consider that. Did you do it? Did you stick to your resolution? Are you sticking to your resolution? I know for me, I decided that I'm going to start eating a lot cleaner. And I've been doing that. I won't front. I have, you know, I do it for a while and then I kind of slipped. But now I'm back on it and I'm, I'm kind of hoping that I will be disciplined enough to stick with it. But, you know, it's it's not always easy, especially, you know, with my career. You know, I work really hard, um, so I get busy with work, and sometimes I don't really think about um, what I'm eating. So, but now I'm, I'm definitely doing that, and I'm making that a priority. Um, so, anyway, what I'm saying is, is that, so I'm sticking to eating clean. I've started using this new app. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's this new app. It's called Noom. Well, maybe it's probably not new for me. It's new. Um, I just think that it's a really cool app. If you haven't heard of, heard about it, I highly recommend it. It's called Noom. And basically what they do on this app is you do pay an annual fee, guys. It's it's you know, it's not expensive, but it's not cheap either, um, you know, for the regular working guy. But what you can do what I like about it is it you basically log all the food that you're eating. And I know you do that on other apps like my fitness pal. But with this one, what's pretty cool is that they separate the foods based on calorie density. So they have a green category, which is like high um, um, foods that have a lot of um, like high water content in it. The more water in it, the better it is for you like grapes are like a great um snack for you um it's a it's a great thing to eat because grapes have a lot of water in them so you know good clean organic foods are in like that green category then you have the yellow category where a lot of your meats are going to fall um your chicken your steak you know that's a lot of that's going to fall in there ironically enough though tuna falls in the green category which i found interesting um, so anyway, so like your, your, your chicken, your steak, that'll fall in like the yellow category, which is, you know, the green category, you're allowed a lot of calories. The, the yellow category, you're allowed a certain amount of categories. And then there's the orange category where you're allowed, um, very little calories. Cause that's the food that ain't good for you. That's the bad stuff, not the bad stuff, but that's the food that, you know, you, you gotta really, um, manage it. You gotta, you 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 can't overdo it and that's what i like about this app it's not really a diet it's more like a lifestyle and it's more of just you know eating the way you want to eat but but with with restrictions so you don't overdo it 
Um, so I took that new map and I'm combining it with um, a six pack abs diet that I found that, you know, to help you um, eat clean and stuff. And, you know, we'll see what happens. You know, I'll take it one day at a time. That's all I can do. Um, so, but, but I'm, 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 I'm digging it. I'm pretty happy with it. You know, and I, I joined, um, title gym, which is a boxing gym and you can get out there and you can, um, it's great. You know, one thing I learned immediately, cause I took martial arts for many years. Um, you know, I trained at a couple of martial arts schools and, um, I love martial arts. I'm a huge UFC fan guys. Love it. Uh, I think martial arts is one of the greatest sports in the world, if not the greatest for me personally. I love martial arts. I think it's just such a good sport. Um, but I got to say, um, I joined Title Gym and in joining Title Gym, the first thing that I notice is the movement, you know, for boxing, you understand the difference Like for boxers, the way they move, the way they roll, you know the way they move out of the way of the punch. And there's a lot of emphasis on not getting hit, not just hitting. And um, the, the the movement, the, you know, moving side to side, throw the punch, throw your jab, cross, hook, jab, cross, hook, jab, cross, hook, roll, you know, and the importance of, you know, getting out of the way of the punch. I mean, let's be honest. That's what makes Floyd Mayweather so amazing. You know, everybody says, oh, his fights are boring. But if you really think about it, yeah, his fights are boring, that it's not a war. But his fights, if you really think about what he's doing in there, it's genius. It's genius. This, it, they can't hit him. And that's brilliant. You know, he, I, he's just a brilliant fighter. You know, whether you like him or not, you got to give the man his due. I mean, he's incredible. I mean, he just, they can't hit him. And he's in there with the best boxers in the world. Guys that know how to hit you. Guys that know exactly how to find you. And they can't touch him. It's, it's, it's amazing. And you think about it like you think about Muhammad Ali. That's one of the reasons that Muhammad Ali was so great. He was able to get out of the way of the punch. You know, he was able to, they, they couldn't catch him. And then on top of that, he did all the talking and got in their heads. And the next thing you know, they're on the floor, you know. So that's one thing I got to say from joining Taito Gym. It's like I'm really learning a lot about movement and and getting out of the way of the punch and understanding that, yes, it's important to know how to punch. And it's important to know how to strike. It's important to throw combinations, but it's of the utmost importance to know how to not get hit because let's face it, especially me, guys, I'm like a, I'm five, nine. You know, um, five nine. You know, I'm not short. You know, but I'm not like six foot four either. Um, so if I was to get into a fight, the first thing, the the immediate thing they're gonna want to do is try to knock me out. So movement for me is is so important. I need to know how to get out of the way of those big punches you know if i if i ever had to defend myself in a real life situation i have to know how to move you know because you know after a while you know if throwing those big ass punches excuse my language but after a while of throwing those punches trying to take my head off and missing you're gonna get tired and once you get tired then that's my opportunity you know and by no means do i am i saying i'm like this 
crazy tough guy or anything like that. I'm just saying that, you know, when you, if, you, that, if you're ever in a situation like that, you got to use strategy. That's the way you survive. Um, so, but I have a lot of respect for the movement and I didn't realize how much, um, how much emphasis is placed on that, you know? And don't get me wrong, martial arts, you know, martial artists, they do the same thing. They know all about movement. I'm, I'm martial artists. Like, they're just incredible. They're like superheroes. So I'm not trying to say anything to the contrary. I'm just saying that I noticed when I took the boxing classes that there's a lot more emphasis on that. Um, so, so, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just, um, it's really exciting and a great experience to talk to you guys and start this podcast I'm going to do a lot of these where I just talk to you about things that are on my mind and, and, um, and, you know, and, 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 but I'm also going to do interviews and I'm going to interview a lot of people and talk to them about what's going on in their world. Um, you know, so I guess from this first podcast, what you've learned about me is one, I'm a huge Rocky Creed fan. Um, you've learned that, I am a supporter of Wakanda forever. Thought it was great. Um, and Angela Bassett, by the way, wow. Love her. She's incredible. And I'm so happy for all the accolades that she's getting because she's such an amazing actress. Um, oh, what else have you learned about me? You learned that I'm trying to eat better. I'm trying to be clean, trying to stay healthy. Um, that I'm a big fight fan, that I have nothing but admiration and respect for all UFC fighters and boxing fighters and all martial artists. I just think you guys are incredible. And, um, you know, and I'm a little concerned about what's going on in the news and I'm hoping that some peaceful resolutions can be achieved and praying for, you know, the world, man, and hoping that things get better. So my name is DJ Mark Flo. I want to thank you guys for listening to my podcast. It really means a lot to me. Um, and I hope you tune in again and, um, there'll be a lot more to cover and yeah, thanks guys.